12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3-0. Corner take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Hello and welcome to the Reds cast. We are back. The Premier League is back and what better way to win it than at Goodison, eh? Um, that's if Arsenal do the business. If you are watching on YouTube, you will have seen during the lockdown, we have been busy. We have completely changed our studios. We have made it a lot more interactive on the visual side of it. Uh, we've got a big telly here on the end. Um, focus isn't that good at the minute because it's not finished. It really isn't finished. Um, I didn't expect the season to be back this soon, so I give myself a bit of a, a longer uh, deadline for the me project than expected, but we had to get this podcast out. So I made up to be back between about two months off. Um, I do other podcasts as well. I have literally done nothing. I have spent my whole lockdown just fixing the studio, building the studio, improving the studio to make this the best it can be for the fans. I hope everyone has been keeping safe and well, though, in the coronavirus pandemic um, and has been social distancing, hasn't been breaking the rules. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you can have six people around now. Boris said that from the Monday just gone uh, and on the Tuesday, I had my mates around for a barbecue because I could not wait just to see them again and just crack on really. And now we've we've got news today that the Premier League is back. Liverpool kickstart their restart, project restart on June 21st against the Blues at Wooderson. Um, Kick-off seven o'clock and we could win the league. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see... Um, a full list of the games that are going to be back on June 17th it is Aston Villa versus Sheffield United kickstarting the season again at 6 o'clock bit of a mad game for me to be kickstarting the season when you look at some of the fixtures like City Arsenal that's a course past 8 for me I would have put that on first what better way to welcome the season back than a big massive game that if Arsenal do the business, Liverpool have literally got one more win to win the Premier League. Uh, then you've got like, Tottenham United, another, like, it's a mouth-watering game really, why is that not on? I can understand why we're on after City, because it's like all anticipation would be on the derby then if City was to get beat. Do I see City getting beat against Arsenal at the Etihad? Not a chance, City are too strong, Arsenal can't defend um, but you never know, the, the pandemic could have affected everybody differently. From what I've seen of Liverpool, like the 11 v 11 were looking sharp. I haven't paid any attention to any other team, so I don't know how they're looking. Um, but you can imagine that, that City are going to come back sharp as ever. They're not going to win the league, they know that, but um, I don't see them wanting wanting them to get beat again because they've just been shocking this year, really, haven't they, in terms of form, when you base it on what they had last year. Um, but yeah, so Premier League's back June 17th with Aston Villa, Sheffield United. It's just going to be boss to watch Premier League football again because in all honesty, I don't really want to watch the Bundesliga because I was watching it. I was watching every Leipzig, ga Leipzig game with full like focus on Timo Werner thinking, yeah, he's coming to Liverpool. So excited. I think most of the Liverpool fans were as well, to be honest. like I think we were all so excited to see him come to Liverpool and we, we were just... It, Everyone thought it was the worst kept secret in football and then Chelsea is with that bombshell. I don't think it's over yet. Um, maybe his agents come out and said that to to tempt Liverpool into making that offer, but who knows, who knows what's going to happen. But yeah, back to the back to the Premier League. If you are watching on YouTube, I do urge you, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, to go and check out the, 
the uh, visual side of it, youtube.com forward slash Redcast podcast. Just to be in, like when we've got guests on, you can see all stuff on your screen. I mean, we've got a big telly for Skype and everything now. It's it's got it's we're up in the game, we're up in the game, definitely. But yeah, you can see on the screen now, um, Aston Villa, Sheffield United are six o'clock and then City Arsenal quarter past eight. So I think every Liverpool fan will be all eyes on that game. I mean, I'll be watching them all because I just want to watch the footy again. I've missed it that much. Friday's going to see Norwich Southampton and Tottenham United. Saturday is the big ones in terms of how many games. You've got Watford, Leicester, Brighton, Arsenal again. Arsenal playing uh, within a few days. It just seems like that's what the whole season's going to be like now. Just loads of crammed in fixtures to get it done as quick as possible. You've got West Ham Wolves, Bournemouth Palace, and then on Sunday you've got the likes of Newcastle, Sheffield United, Aston Villa, Chelsea, and then the big one, Everton versus Liverpool, 7pm, where we can win the league. If you want my opinion, I would rather not win it at Goodison. Um, it's probably going to be the most unpopular opinion from any Liverpool fan, but them pitches are going to go down in history, really. Like When you think back to... When you think about the Champions League just gone, you don't think really about... You think about the final, obviously, but you think about how we got there and the images of Henderson on the ground, like rolling, like literally emotional at the full-time whistle against Barcelona. You see the vid images of Van Dijk dropping to the ground when the final whistle goes. That is going to be similar images when we win the league. If that's against Everton, do you really want the images to be of like Henderson and all that just... Because obviously they're, they're going to be ecstatic. They've just won the Premier League. They're going to celebrate. Do you really want Wooderson in the background? Or do you want Anfield and all its glory? That's what I want. I want the pitches to be like all the players and the staff and, and that celebrating at Anfield. And it's not the same. because It's not like they can beat Palace and celebrate. Like, oh, we've just, we've just won Palace even though we've won the league. Do you know what I mean? Deep down, I want City to beat Arsenal. And I want us to be able to win the league against Palace and Anfield on Wednesday night, which is it's half grim, but because if people are back in work, no one's gonna gonna want to celebrate in houses, and that, I think that's why they've done it really. Because obviously, with the new rules, you can have up to six households together socially distancing in back gardens, uh, which was announced on Monday. Of course, I had a barbecue on the Tuesday with my mates, though. By the way, um, but yeah, so on a Wednesday, people, are, most people are back in work now, especially by by when we play. Um, when we play Palace, it's going to be Wednesday, the 24th of June, at quarter past eight. Now, most people are back in work, so on the Thursday, they're going to be back in work. Who on earth is going to want to go out and say who on earth? All my mates will want to. But celebrating against on that, on quarter past eight on a Wednesday, most people are going to be back in work for nine o'clock on Thursday. So it's just a bit, a bit of a mad one, really, um, that... They've put the dame that we could win the league on a Wednesday. I mean, obviously, it's to stop people gathering and partying and, and all that palaver. But we didn't we didn't go and gather at Anfield for the Hillsborough anniversary, and that was during the coronavirus. We just all paid our respects at home. So the fact that they, they're thinking that we'd do that is just so disrespectful in my eyes to Liverpool fans. We're not going to gather at the ground. We're all probably going to be within our socially distanced groups of six at home celebrating it ourselves. I mean, me personally, I'm getting a projector in the garden with a screen, a replica Premier League sitting underneath it, and I'm going to have my own trophy lift when we win it. Because why not? Doesn't We can't go into town and celebrate. We can't go to the ground and watch us win it. We've got to make the most of a bad situation. So I'm getting six socially distanced um, 
mates around. We're going to watch the game on the projector and we're going to have a boss time. Whether that be on the Sunday against Everton, whether that be on Wednesday against Palace, we're going to celebrate as winning the league and we're probably all going to be dying of hangovers on the Monday or the Thursday in work. But but so what? It's We've waited that long for it. So what? And then the other fixture that has been announced is we're playing City on Thursday, the 2nd of July, with kickoff again stated for quarter past eight. Gonna be mad watching us on a Thursday, though, isn't it? It's like Channel 5, Europa League. I don't like it. But yeah, I understand the season just needs to be finished as quick as possible, really, does next. They've got to then consider cup competitions like the FA Cup, still got to run its course, the Champions League. Um, but by the looks of things, we're going to be Premier League champions and European champions at the same time. So. No one can take that away from us, can they? Even though the coronavirus, um, we're on Sky Sports for all the three matches that have been announced so far. BBC is going to be broadcasting games um, again, which is my like the first time of broadcasting a live Premier League game, which is going to be absolutely crazy. History is going to be made in that sense, um, and yeah, it, it's just it's cool really that the season's back. We don't really want to watch the Bundesliga anymore. We don't really care about Timo Werner anymore. It seems he's going to be a rent boy. Um, <laughs> I'm secretly hoping though that it's just a, a, a ploy by his agent to make Liverpool actually pay the money because I don't know how we haven't got the money. I know the coronavirus pandemic's like affected a lot of businesses, but Liverpool have just won the Champions League. They're about to win the Premier League. The money you get off that, it's just, I don't understand it really. And we're going to see the likes like Shakiri, Lallana and that probably leave in the summer. So why not get Werner? I mean... I personally believe if we wanted Timo Werner and Jürgen fully wants them, even though everyone's saying he does, we'd have him myself. If Timo Werner goes to Chelsea, that is because Jürgen Klopp has decided to not get him now. And that is my honest opinion on it. I don't think finance has come into it. Everyone who's slating FSG off, the club is in the best position it's been in for as long as I can remember. Like the Champions League in 2005, let's not... Let's not sugarcoat it we should not have won that Champions League when you look at AC Milan's team compared to Liverpool's we should not have won it this is the best team I have ever seen in 25 years of living play for Liverpool Football Club nobody wants to leave they all want to stay they all want to play for Jürgen they all want to play for the club they all love the club I I honestly believe if we don't get team awareness it's because Jürgen didn't want him and I trust them. I do trust them. And I trust the youth as well. People saying we need to spend big to keep up. No, we really don't. We've got the likes of Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones coming through. And people may say, oh, they're still kids. But Trent's a kid. Trent come through when he was, what, 20, 19, 20? And he's now the best right back in the world. You've just got to give them. Kids are never going to be good if you don't give them time. If you're buying players to replace them in their positions, they're never going to be amazing. And Timo Werner is far too good of a player to come and sit on our bench. And he's not taking Bobby off the team. So... I understand from Timo's point of view why he might want to go to Chelsea because who's he with, who's he taking out of Liverpool's starting eleven? Because there's not one player in that starting eleven who I would take out. Not one player. And why change something that's working? If there, if we start next season when it starts again, whenever that may be, I think it's September. If we start next season with the exact same team we finished this season with, I will not care. Why will I not care? Because we're 25 points clear in the Premier League. We won the Champions League last year. How can anyone moan? We don't need anybody. We don't. If United going by Sancho and Chelsea going by Wayne, we don't need to keep up. They need to keep up with us. They've got to close a massive gap. City are regarded as the best Premier League side in recent day and the 25 points behind us so I don't care we can go and buy nobody I really don't care I trust Jürgen I trust this club I trust everything about them and I honestly believe we do not need anybody we've got kids there and if we don't buy anybody so what trust Jürgen he, he knows what he's doing he knows what he of course like, 
it just frustrates me seeing fans slagging FSG off, saying they need to spend big. Who are you taking out of that team if you spend big? The only exception that I would make is for Kylian Mbappe. And I would take Salah out because I, I'm more of a Mane than Salah person, even though Salah's numbers are incredible. And he is arguably our best player. Um, <laughs> that's the only person I'd swap is is Salah for Mbappe. There's nobody else who I'd swap, really. I'd probably this summer, if it, if it was my me in charge, I'd get a back-up left-back. I probably get. I probably would get a striker, but then you've got to realize what striker going to come and sit on the bench because they're not taking Bobby out. It's just pure cover for Bobby and Divock's probably going to go. And that's all we need. We just need like a solid cover for Bobby because obviously Divock's hit and miss. He is either absolutely extraordinary or he's he's Divock, isn't he? So, um, yeah, we we'll, he'll always be a legend for what he's done for the club in terms of the Champions League and that. But I I just don't. I'm not that bothered, to be honest. Like the club is absolutely Liverpool are mustard. Who cares if we buy anybody? We didn't buy anybody last year. There was uproar, and what do you know? We're twenty five points clear at the top of the league. So who really cares? Like why would FSG go and spend hundreds of million when what what they're doing now is work? And like you've just got to think of it from more of a business point of view. FSG are not football fans. They have bought Liverpool for a business. They've openly said it when they came in. Everybody knows it. We are a business. So why on earth are people moaning that we aren't buying big when it's just a business? Granted, we could I'd love to have owners who just throw money at us. But look at City. They've got all the money in the world. They've got the best players, like, arguably. Not compared to Liverpool because we're mustard, but that's what people say. But they got crap fans. I would honestly rather have owners who are minge bags, have a, have a team that wants to play for us, be 25 points clear at the top of the league and have the best fan base in the world, which is what we've got. So I just don't understand the reason for people being frustrated about it, to be honest. Like, we're about to win the Premier League. Just shut up. That's the best way to describe it. Just shut up. We're about to win the league. We've just won the Champions League, the Super Cup, the Club World Cup. We're going to win them all again next year. Who cares? Who cares? When United bought Pogba, everyone's like, ooh, Liverpool needs to buy big. Pogba's amazing. We need to keep up. Pogba's crap. How do we know Werner's not going to flop at Chelsea? How do we know Sancho might not flop if he goes to United? You just don't know until the end of next season. If we finish mid-table next season and we're shocking, then yeah, we can say the FSG were wrong and they should have invested. But who are we to say that we know better than what the club is doing, which has worked so well for the past few years? Yeah, we've had to we've sold Coutinho to get Van Dijk and Allison, but who cares? We've got a better squad, and everyone's saying we've got to sell to buy. And what? We sold Coutinho and got two best players in the world. Who's bothered? Well, I just it's been infuriating me so much. And there's so, I, people, the same people who are moaning that we didn't spend big, are the ones who are moaning that we furloughed staff, which. I was a bit sceptical of when I heard, I know they, didn't, they end up retracting it, but at the end of the day, it's a business. If you own a business and you and the government is offering to, to pay some of the wages, you're going to take it. Free Satori's for everything. Do you know what I mean? That, that's the way I look at it. I know it's the taxpayers' money, but I'd rather it go to our, our staff than go to the bloody Tories who are giving themselves pay rises all the time. It's just Tottenham used it and didn't get rinsed. And yeah, it's probably an unpopular opinion, but if, I don't think the fair Liverpool not fairer when it's affecting the transfers because us not fairer on people for the amount of lockdown, it's probably about 200 grand that they've had to pay extra to wages without making any money. We're a multi-billion pound business probably by now. Like The FSG have turned us into a billion pound asset more or less. And 
200 grand and nothing. So, yeah, we fair play. We didn't furlough them. Like we, we, and we paid them full 100% wages, which is good. But people forget, fail to see that when we they were getting furloughed, they weren't getting 80%. The club were going to top the wages up. So the the staff and the players were still going to, well, the staff, the um, club staff and all stuff like that were still going to get 100% of the wages. So who's really bothered where the money comes from? That I'm just one of them. I'm just too laid back to really care, to be honest with you. And I understand fans were fuming because they just they don't want help off the government. They'd rather do it all themselves. And I get that we're a big company. But the amount of people, the same people are now moaning that we haven't got Timo Werner. It's just, I'm sad. I am really sad. I, I, I thought he was absolutely incredible, Timo Werner, when I've watched him. In the past few weeks, I thought he's incredible. He he is Leipzig, to be honest. Like Leipzig, when they lose him, will will crumble. They really will crumble. And it would have been nice to see Kaita link back up with him. But why are people throwing a dummy out the pram with the best team in the world? I don't see why people are so bloody fuming, to be honest. Focus your attention to be fuming on... If you're going to fume on FSG for something, fume on them for the way they've just left the women's side of the club just deteriorate in my eyes. Um, cause, because today, the women's are being relegated to the championship. Now, we're talking about the women's side, which was the women's side to beat. They were winning the Super League. They were the team to be at. And now, because they've decided, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the full statement uh, on the Liverpool website. Um, but it reads, the COVID-19 pandemic has presented the huge ongoing challenges around the world, the far... Majority far more important than football. The focus of our women's team and staff since the beginning of the crisis was to be ready to return to the Women's Super League play when it was safe and proper to do so, similar to the Premier League. We believe we would have been able to meet all operational requirements, but a return to play was deemed impractical. Um, as proud founder members of the Women's Super League, our fans greatly value our position within the league and we hoped for the opportunity to secure our status on the pitch. Now, to... To summarise, basically what the Women's Super League have decided to do is end the season on a points-per-game ratio, which has seen Liverpool be relegated into the Championship. And if you're going to direct your hatred towards FSG, direct it towards letting this slip. We were genuinely the best women's team a few years ago. We were the team to be at. Everyone wanted to play for Liverpool. We were winning the leagues and stuff. And they just haven't invested. You've seen players leave for like the Cities and Arsenal. Chelsea have now won the league with the points-per-game on the Women's Super League. But we have a boss team and they just let everyone go and now we're in the championship. And what player is going to want to come and play in the championship? Will we come back up? Who knows? It just looks like we've just completely forgot about the women's side of football. When Liverpool were one of the teams who, I think they were one of the ones who first paid the women. And they were, like they said, they were founder members of the Women's Super League. They were... The women's side of the club was massive a few years ago and it just seems to have dropped. So... I wouldn't be moaning about Timo Werner. I'd be moaning about the, the club not focusing much of the attention on the women's. Like, give them a few million pounds a year to get transfers and get better players in. And why not dominate on all fronts? Why not be, win the Premier League? Why not win the Women's Super League? Why not win all the youth leagues? Why not just have the club winning absolutely everything and just make it a force to be reckoned with? It's sad. It really is sad to see that we've went down to the Championship. I mean, I'm, I can't say I watch women's games, um, but... It's just, it's just crap to see a side of Liverpool get relegated, uh, and I know a lot of of girls who do watch the Women's Super League and are passionate about it, and just they'll be gutted. Do you know what I mean? For for a lot of people, Women's Super League is a, a chance to go and watch Liverpool at the end of the day, whether it's 
if it's girls playing or not, a lot of fans go and watch the Super League just to watch watch Liverpool because they can't get to the games in the Premier League because it's so hard to get tickets. And now it's probably going to lose attendances because they're in the Championship, which will then lose money, which will then, if it's FSG's model is to make money to spend money, then they're not going to put money into the women because they're not making them any money. And I think that's where people should be directing the hate towards, really, if if they're going to direct any hate. You shouldn't really be directing any hate because FSG have got the club in the best position we've ever been in with the best manager and the best players. But if you want to hate on them, don't direct it about the women. Don't be directing it about Timo Werner. We've got Roberto Firmino, Sadio Mane and Mo Salah, the best front three in world football, and people are moaning about, about us not buying somebody who wouldn't be a starter anyway. The only way you'd start is if Bobby dropped back, but then who'd you take out the midfield? You can't just take Genius and drop Bobby back because you've got the likes of the Ox and that who who want to get game time. Do you know what I mean? Like we, People need to realise that Liverpool are absolutely mustard and we don't really need anybody, to be honest. I know loads of fans just want to see us buy money so for that big-name sign to be excited about to see new players. But it's working. Do you know what I mean? We People were moaning when we didn't buy anyone last summer and now look, we're 25 points clear at the top of the league. Go and moan about the Women's Super League and the fact that Liverpool have been relegated. Go and direct your moaning about that because the fans who are moaning about Timo Werner just want to moan about anything. They'll find absolutely anything to moan about with Liverpool. So go and moan about the women instead of moaning about Timo Werner because at the end of the day, we can't change anything. And he's gone. He's gone to Chelsea by the looks of it. It hasn't been confirmed. But if it does get confirmed, he's going to Chelsea. Who, who cares? Good luck to him. He's a good player. He's, Chelsea are going to be a decent team, to be honest, with Zajac and Werner, but you know what I mean? Who's really that bothered? There's, I've seen players who Liverpool went to get in the past and they've went to other clubs and not been that good. I honestly couldn't care about transfers from the day Fernando Torres left the club. That hurt me more than any transfer ever. I used to absolutely adore Fernando and I seen him leave. I was gutted and he was shit. He was shit. It's <laughs> the best way to describe it. Um, I was trying to be PG, but... There's no other way to describe his time at Chelsea other than he was abysmal. And from then on in, I don't care about transfers. I trust the manager and I trust the club. And yeah, I mean, the same people who are moaning are going to be the ones who will be made up when we get 30 million for Shaqiri when we fleece Newcastle. So I just don't I just don't understand some fans, to be honest. Um, but yeah, just don't direct your, your hatred towards the women side of the club and get that back up to scratch because the way we've let that slip is it's horrible to see really and we were so good with the women and now we're, we're crap and it's just not not good to see but yeah back on to project restart um one thing that is interesting and i seen it we've seen it in the bundesliga you can see it on screen now if you're watching on youtube um the five substitute rule now the five substitutes for me is I understand it, but I don't to an extent. Like, yeah, players have had time off. They've obviously had the home schedules and stuff that each club, individual clubs give them. But they have time off in the summer, granted, not as long. Um, but why not just keep five subs permanently, to be honest, and have nine on the bench? Like, why not? It, I don't understand why Why not, to be honest, because five subs... It was interesting in Germany, like, because you see teams making changes at half-time and then making changes again on top of them changes, and... It's like allowed you if something's not working to change your half time without having the consciousness of like, well, we've only got three subs. We can't really, we don't want to change two now. And we've only got one sub in case players get injured, blah, blah, blah. Or even open it to four. Like, it'll be interesting to see how 
how Liverpool go about with the nine subs because I don't even think we've got nine <laughs> decent. Like we struggle to fill the bench with five. We have half kids, half the kids on it. So it'll be interesting to see how we could go with nine subs. But I'm looking forward to it, to be honest, because you're going to see the likes of Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones making the bench week in, week out if there's nine subs. You're going to see the likes of Necho Williams on the bench, maybe once we've won the league, Trent getting rested and Necho having to go in the league. And it's exciting. It's exciting to see that Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott and Necho Williams are probably three of the most exciting people coming through the academy. One thing I would say is I'm a little bit gutted Brewster's at Swansea. Now we've got nine subs because he would have made the bench, maybe come on, made an impact, got a few goals and got the, got the momentum to to crack on from it but it, he's doing really well down at Swansea so the loan thing is working for him really um, and and yeah I I would like to see Curtis and, and that get a little run out once we've won the league uh, whether that be after we've beat Everton um, Palace and we've won the league against City just, just to mock them really just play a few of the kids and just be like how we've won the league like we don't really care who we play um, and it, what what better way for someone like a young scouser like Curtis to, to have the trust to go and play against Manchester City like that imagine the confidence that must give him to, to do it you know what I mean he, he got the confidence against Everton and scored that screamer imagine if he scored a 40 yard screamer against Manchester City like he's got the potential he's generational Curtis Jones to stand by that he is he's going to be what Steven Gerrard was to my generation to the younger generation I think he's going to I'm not I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Stephen Gerrard. I'm not comparing him to Stephen Gerrard. But I do think he's going to be generational. I think where we've grew up watching Carragher and Gerrard, the younger generation are going to grow up watching Trent and Curtis Jones like as the scouts people in the team. And I'm so excited to see it. I, I've watched Curtis Jones a lot, to be honest. I'm a, a massive fan of his. And he's got the potential to be one of the world's best. He really has. You've seen it against Everton. You're people who don't... Who haven't been watching academy games have been able to see it against like Everton and Shrewsbury. Um, he's got the potential to be absolutely world class. So yeah, the it'll be good to see him on the bench more. Um, with there being nine substitutions, we might even see Shakiri make an appearance on the bench, considering he seems like he had time off to get his airline fixed. I mean, that man, I don't understand. Maybe he's the noy Klopp. I don't really know, but. It'd be interesting to see if he makes the bench. And I seen an interesting thing on um, Twitter. Actually, I'll try and pull it up on the screen. That if you can't make the bench of a Premier League club when there's nine subs, you probably might as well leave in the summer because if you're not going to make nine subs, you're not going to make five five subs in when the season restarts again. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting really to see how many players get annoyed that they don't make the the nine match day things. I mean, the whole season is just up in arms, really, isn't it? Like, it's just good to see it finish, to be honest. And then once it's finished, we can see Liverpool sign with Nike and hopefully bring in some Nike athletes like Killian Mbappe and see where it goes from there, really. But yeah, project restart. I'm looking forward to it. There's a few tasty games. Um, and I'm looking forward to watching all of them, to be honest, even like following like the relegation battle, the top four battle. Because um, I'd love not a more now than Chelsea to not finish in the top four just for team awareness. We play in Europa League. Um, but then again, I've got no bit of hate towards him, to be honest. If we didn't want him, he, he obviously wants to leave Leipzig. He's openly said that he doesn't want to be in the Bundesliga. So why not? If he wants to go to Prem and try his hand and Liverpool don't want him, why not go to Chelsea? I'd rather go to Chelsea than Manchester United, to be honest. Because if he is... I mean, I hate Chelsea as much as I hate United. But if he is going to be world-class in the Prem as well, Chelsea have got a lot more build than I think than United, even though a lot of people say United are further down than Chelsea, and obviously in the league table, they are further down, they have, they have been poor. I think once United shift Pogba, 
Um, they've got a good team on their hands, really. They've got like Bruno Fernandez, and Bruno Fernandez feeding Werner makes me a bit more worried than uh, Zajcek feeding Werner. Even though Zajcek's balls are incredible, and that's such a good buy for Chelsea. Don't forget, Chelsea still need a defender. They still need a keeper. Where United don't really need a keeper, do they? And they probably need centre half. That's about it. Um, so if Werner did go to United, he'd massively improve. And where with Chelsea, they still. They can be, they're like, look at Arsenal, they've got a Bamiang and Lacazette, but they're shocking at the back. So as long as Chelsea keep Kepa in goal, I don't, couldn't care less if Timo Werner goes there because he can score all the goals he wants. They've still got to fix the back out. So in my eyes, I'd rather him go to Chelsea than United. I know United were linked. Best case scenario would be Barcelona come and fly in with a last-minute bid like they have been linked uh, and get him. But I just don't see why Barcelona would get Timo Werner when they've got the likes of Griezmann, Suarez, Messi, Dembele and and not playing for them like they don't need Werner and it's shown their transfers in the recent years have been shocking Griezmann hasn't really been phenomenal like they expected so I can't see Barca throwing money at them really so uh, maybe Newcastle might come in the last minute bid you know billionaires now biggest richest club in the world apparently so they're just going to get fleeced by everyone but yeah only a short podcast today obviously I'm on my own um, let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube uh, what you think of the new studio i am i'm dead proud of it to be honest i've put loads of time and effort into it and things do still need to be fixed but yeah we're, we're gonna have a lot more guests as you can see we've got set up for four mics maybe have four mics uh, on the go getting discussing people on skype and that and i'm excited for the season to come back and i'm so excited to see so many games like packed in together obviously Liverpool playing on the um 21st of june against Everton, the 24th of june against palace and then the 2nd of july against city I like the fact that it's quick fire games. I mean, between Palace and City, it's a week and a day wait, but just the fact we're going to see us play against Everton on the Sunday and then we've only got to wait till Wednesday to play Palace, considering we're out the Champions League, we're going to be seeing Liverpool like twice in a matter of days, which is good. And just having that much football on the telly again, like this, it looks as though there's going to be football on every single night of the week. My missus is going to be fuming, but I'm going to be watching all of them because footy's back, baby, and we are excited, ecstatic. And the Reds are on the course for the 19th league. Just means that I'm probably going to have to decorate the house with all the flags on the 20th, just before Everton. I've got a blue nose next door to me, so that'll surely make him happy. That's one thing I do want to win the league for, just to celebrate and piss off all the blue noses that we've won it against them. But then, like I said, I'd like to see us winner in Anfield, just for the just for the photo side of it, really. like You don't really want all them memorable photos being from Goodison and Eddie Everton fans saying, oh, your best day in your lives, it's in Goodison. Fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Just leg it. But yeah, we're going to be back next week building up to the Everton game because it is only about two weeks away. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it is the fifth today. So yeah, about two weeks away uh, until we beat Everton at the ground with no fans, which will just do the head in. Um, I've seen. I think I've seen Everton fans saying it's funny how we have uh, there's no fan like they've got to play as a good or something with no fans. It's a fit unfair advantage. The whole bloody season is getting played with no fans. You bitter blues. But yeah, we're gonna be back next week. I'm gonna have Steve in the studio. And before we have everyone saying, "Oh, you sh- shouldn't have people in the studio and social distance," and I work with them, so we're both key workers and we both work together. So yeah, we. We can't follow social distancing guidelines because we're care workers, blah, blah, blah. But we'll explain that next week. But yeah, I am back next week with Steve. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple, don't forget to share it and subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, watching on YouTube, don't forget to leave a like rating and subscribe. Um, I'm sorry it's a little bit rusty today. I just didn't expect 
the fixtures to be announced and the Premier League to be all announced. And I just wanted to get a podcast out there just to say we are still here. We haven't gone anywhere. Uh, and long live the Reds cast and welcome to Champions 19 Liverpool Football Club. I poof, can't believe I'm going to see Liverpool win the league. You know, it's going to be so heavy. But yeah, I'll see you all next week for that. A nice one for watching. It is being Reds cast. Sadios.